you go. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Radio Runway podcast. This is our first episode, so I guess you can say it's the pilot. <laughs> no. Was that recorded? Yeah, that's a great start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That's all I got. <laughs> well, okay, that's fair. Uh, no, we are we are the Radio Runway Podcast. This is our first episode. We There's four of us. Uh, we've got myself, Tom. We've got the very keen Nick next to me here. We've got uh, young Ross, and we've got Christos in the corner. Um, and yeah, welcome. So, look, I guess to uh, to start off, let's let's go around and sort of give like a little spiel about each other, about ourselves. So, Christos, after you. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, my name's Christos. Um, I've been an aviation enthusiast since I was about four years old, I reckon. Um, always loved planes, always loved going to the airport. And uh, yeah, just currently getting my uh, flight hours down. So really enjoying that at the moment. Damn. And my name's Ross. I am also an aviation enthusiast. Not by birth though. I only got into it about five years ago. And after after meeting these three, it's just kind of progressed to an extreme level since then. Not going to lie, I reckon we're all aviation enthusiasts here, aren't we? This is why we're doing this. But <laughs> my name's Nick. I am also an aviation enthusiast. Um, yeah, got going to aviation through my old man. He was working in an airport at the time and uh, sort of never looked back. Exactly what I wanted to do. That's right. Um, I'm Tom. Exact same story. Um, I met these three wonderful gentlemen through university, um, all studying the same degree, uh, which gets us into this uh, wonderful industry, the aviation industry. Um, I have, again, uh, my family is the one that got me into aviation and um, I still sort of enjoy a bit of uh, plane spotting with the family now and then, but um, this is also kind of a family, us four here, really. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Yeah, so... They're um, better than your other family. <laughs> 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 That's a huge call, but hey, who knows? We'll see. Um, sorry, Mum and Dad. Okay, so um, I think we're, we're going to test out the format today, aren't we, really? But let's jump straight in to, I believe, uh, you've got some juicy news prepared for us, uh, for for Nick, for the last week. Oh, yeah, some news. Um, I certainly do have it. First things first, lock in the dates, because Virgin Atlantic, March the 2nd, will join the Sky Team Alliance. Um, Now, this is the first time that Virgin Atlantic has been part of an alliance, Um, and it is the first time Sky Team will have a hub out of London Heathrow as well as Manchester Airport. Now, you're probably thinking, why has Virgin Atlantic actually joined the Sky Team Alliance? Now, you got to look at Virgin Atlantic. It's a 49% owned by Delta, which is a founding member of the Sky Team Alliance. Were Were they in an alliance previously, or is this the first time they're entering an alliance? Virgin Atlantic? Yeah, yeah. First time. Oh, okay. First time. Fair. So, yeah. 49% 49% owned by Delta, Sky Team Alliance founder, and strong connection with Air France KLM. Um, so naturally, it makes sense. And, you know, I think the big winners here are those who are members of the Virgin Atlantic Flying Club. So do you Personally. reckon that's going to open up more partnerships for them now? I mean, it opens up mm-hmm. more partnerships just being an alliance. Yeah, Because that opens up now to you, that, that opens up 18 sort of networks. Yeah, that's you right. Know. You've obviously got Air France, KLM, you've got Delta, and then That's obviously... So, theoretically, right. Okay, this is this is probably a stretch, but um, Delta and Rex have some sort of co-chair deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Does that mean, theoretically, if you are a Rex Rewards member... Yeah. ...that you can fly under a Rex 
banner on Virgin Atlantic now? I know that's a stretch. That's pretty, that's, I don't know. I've not actually looked at it. But at the same time, wouldn't you just fly Virgin Australia? I, I don't know though. How, That's yeah. Like, wait, wait. So, like, where does Virgin Australia fit into this? Well, yeah. I actually, I actually got a funny story about that because um, Dad, when we went to London, this was back in 2014. Dad was a Virgin Velocity Gold member. Uh, anyway, we were trying to get into the lounge, the uh, Virgin Atlantic lounge. I think it's called the Clubhouse or something like that. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Anyway, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Yeah, good stuff. Um, and we couldn't get in. You know, Dad's a gold member. Um, of a Velocity Gold, we couldn't get in. So I'm actually not too sure how the sort of partnership works there, to be honest. Yeah, um, right. Whether they're two separate entities, whether they've got some weird kind of relationship, it's very weird, mm. um, to be honest. But I think it's a good win, you know. Virgin Atlantic now will be code sharing, you know, with airlines such as China, Eastern, Korean Air, Saudi Air, Vietnam Air. And the one thing I'm looking forward to as a spotter is seeing a Virgin Atlantic Sky Team livery aircraft. I reckon it'll be on the seven eight seven nine as well. Yeah, yeah. Have because they, I think they have, have they, to paint have it. Have they ordered the new triple sevens, but the Virgin Atlantic? Yes. Not that I know. Well, they're know. going more the A three fifties as well. Well, they've got A three thirty Neos coming in. They do. Um, they've got the A three fifty one thousands, and they've got the seven eight seven nine. That that's basically like the newest sort of long, like kind of wide bodies that you can get at the moment. It's great. I love their fleet. Yeah, right. And they're all and they're all wide bodies as well. There's no narrow bodies at Virgin. Yeah, I have noticed that only pretty much what we know Virgin Australia here having the seven three sevens. That's mm. pretty much the only narrow bodies we know that they have here. Yeah, and they're getting uh, new they're getting Dreamliners as well. Yeah, well they're getting the Maxes. They have ordered in new April, Maxes, and they're getting the Dreamliners as and well. And they have ordered ten seven three seven seven hundreds as well from KLM. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and a couple so, of them are coming. Yeah, they've already started delivering those. Yeah, yeah. they look fantastic. Yeah. Ooh. You're the seven three seven expert, Christos. I think oh, I think love it. name an airline. You could probably tell me if they operate or are going to operate seven three seven. I probably right. could now. Nah, just first an airline. Lot Polish. Go first Polish. <laughs> Southwest. South. Oh yes, oh, absolutely. Probably. They they operate the seven three seven. I'm pretty sure they operate. They yeah, I'm pretty sure, sure they, they do. I want to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I want to apologise. Uh, they are great aircraft. Love them to death. Absolutely. I want to apologise. That's their glorious leader, of course, Alan Joyce, contentious uh, CEO for sure. But um, yeah, shout out, Alan. Shout out, Alan. Shout out, podcast. Alan, mate. Yeah, I'm sure you hear your name floating around a fair bit on the podcast. I yeah, want to apologise. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, what keeping else on the theme of Sky Team, uh, Korean Air have come out and said they will return back to Brisbane um, five times a week. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that's great. Way More too f- much fun with the sound. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! Let's go! Sorry. For it's just having fun... Tom's having so much fun with this soundboard right here. I'm telling you, what, he's, by the way, we brought it today, so this is all brand new to mate, us as well. So. Mate, I'm, I, this is too much for me. Like seriously, I'm so telling I you. Think, can you just take a moment? I think you've broken Christos. <laughs> Dude, this thing is awesome. You can do so much with it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, ha- no, that on, is God, the most. You, you are missing the most important thing on that soundboard. That's a, but what is it? A G90 startup. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have it. He has a Trent 900 starter. Oh, look. That's a Trent 900 starter. Wait for it. That sounds like Koga Thrust more like oh. it. Oh, old proof. Stop talking. You... Yeah, I was about to say, Ross, like, look, you were... I was listening to that. I was enjoying it. <laughs> in his comfort zone, <laughs> I was, man. I was in a I zen. I apologise for ruining that. 
fun to everyone watching me. Yeah, true. Okay, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So I even forgot what what the what the second piece of news was. What was yeah. Oh no no, coming back Korean, to Brisbane. Karina, Karina, flying back to Brisbane five times a week. The first time they've regularly done it since COVID. What kind of what what air, what aircraft? Triple seven three hundred ER. So the oh, same nice. aircraft they're flying to Sydney. So five times a week at the moment. I dare say it'll probably go daily by the end of the year. And according to Brisbane Airport, it will bring in 120 million Australian dollars to the uh, Queensland economy and fantastic. the city of Brisbane, which is absolutely fantastic. Goodness yeah, me. you know what is fantastic as well? Seeing all these airlines coming back absolutely. into Australia, especially these international airlines. I mean, the Chinese airlines are starting to come back in. Yeah, they so are. So China Southern, Dreamliner coming yep. in daily now. Mate, um, we're seeing a lot more of the A380s coming back. That too, which huge, is great. huge, huge, yeah, huge migration yeah. of international students and labour from China um, is going to see huge, like, it may not, maybe temporary, it may not be temporary, but like massive growth on the sort of like the Asian Oceanic routes. Oh, for sure, yeah. There'll um, be a lot of business coming back from China as well. Yeah, but especially, if, especially for students, I'm sure universities will be going on a massive marketing mate, scheme to actually, get all the international students Actually, on that, the tourism minister, um, the Chinese tourism minister announced, oh no, maybe it was the tourism minister for Hong Kong, I'm not sure if there's a difference, but he said that they're going to give out 500,000 free airline they are, tickets. They are, they are. I think, I think, well, it's based in categories. I think in Australia we can apply for them sometime in April. Don't yeah. don't fact make, uh, don't fact check me on that one. I might be wrong. I um, want to apologise. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually, uh, if you do, if you are interested in uh, free airline tickets to Hong Kong, I suggest going to um, at hungry. No, no, no. At run at runway radio runway pod. I really cooked that. Wow. <laughs> Uh, my cross promotional attempt. If this attempt. is going to work, you need to get the name of it right. Oh, Butter so the sorry. landing, Tom. Butter Can the I landing. Just say, we were about to say Hungry Jacks. No, oh, he's going to say the Hungry Boys, which was the podcast sorry, he did before mate. this. I'm used to. Yeah, I'm. Hey, this is the only podcast now. Okay, that will run. So you, you don't even do Hungry Boys, do you? Do you? No, Hungry Boys is um, a thing of the past. Yeah. Rest in peace. It was all right. I mean, I sucked at all the segments there. It was the worst when it came to like the, sh- the quiz shows we did and stuff. And yeah, is that why you're doing the? Uh, is that why you host now? Mate, I yeah. the, I feel more at home here. This is mate. I'm with three you people are who home. are. I yeah, true. This is my home, but <laughs> I'm I feel more at peace when it comes to talking about planes because I'm with three other people that are obsessed with planes like me. Um. Anyway, sorry. Sidetrack, what's the next news story, my The friend? next news story, we have talked about this all day today, and that is what is happening in Auckland at the moment, specifically with the weather, the amount of uh, flight cancellations that's happening there at the moment. It is a very unfortunate situation. I do feel for Air New Zealand, because only two weeks ago, remember, fellas, um, they had to cancel a bunch of different flights because of significant flooding. In fact, Auckland Airport actually had to close down the... Uh, Entire airport. And uh, Ross, you were telling me today they closed down the airport today as well because of strong yeah, crosswinds. That's, that's what I heard. I don't know if the airport was completely closed, but I know um, I know Jetstar and Qantas, um, for example, cancelled a lot of flights um, operating there today just sheerly because of uh, they were getting 90-degree crosswinds with gusts of up to Jeez. 45 knots. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, there's no way you're going to be landing or taking off in those conditions. What I do know, though, is that Air New Zealand have stated that all turboprop aircraft flights, so that's on their ATR-72s and Q300s, uh, they were cancelled to and from Auckland 
from the midday Sunday the 12th of Feb and midday Monday the 13th of Feb. So then within that 24-hour period, they were all cancelled, um, which is big. Another statement from Air New Zealand saying that this event will have a knock-on effect on the entire network and it may take a few days to recover. I do I have a tweet from him, um, from Flight Radar. They have said, please continue to bear with us as we navigate through the disruption. It's caused over 500 flight cancellations and impacting more than 29,000 customers. Damn. So they're doing everything they can to get uh, all their passengers from A to B as safely as possible. In fairness, though, it is actually good to see Auckland taking steps uh, swiftly, not nonchalantly like they have with their airport development. My goodness, mate, this second runway project has been in the works for, what, 13-plus years and still hasn't gotten anywhere. I'm, I'm sorry to... Mate, That's a, actually, that's a touchy topic. I shouldn't have brought that up. But, mate, shocking. Actually, that... That's crazy. Is that outside the... Wait, let go back a little bit. That's while, inside while you're the going talk. back, can I just ask, Nick, yeah. uh, when you mentioned uh, any Zill in the ATR-72 before, did anyone yes. else just envision an ATR-72 trying to land in 45-knot crosswinds? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that would not end well. <laughs> what? If it was trying to go into the headwind, would it be stationary? <laughs> oh, no. I, I can definitely tell you a Piper Warrior or Cessna would definitely be probably flying backwards. Damn, look at that. Backwards 10 knots. Backwards so that, 10 are they knots. expecting it to be like that again, is what you're saying? Well, what were you saying, Ross? It won't actually hit Auckland. It'll brush past it, but that's why that wind is so... So it's not really going to be much of a wind change. I don't know if Tom can get like, a map of it on the team. It's, it's kind of going to sideswipe... Yeah, the, do the, do the, the weatherman for us. It's kind of going to sideswipe the top part of New Zealand, so the wind direction isn't really going to change in Auckland. Yeah. Um, whereas if it was going to make landfall in Auckland, the wind would change direction. Would it? Yeah, it would. Damn, so that's Auckland right now. Rain radar. Moderate levels, mostly. I'll tell you what, though. Auckland, Auckland's kind of in the middle of some moderate rain. There's some light rain yeah. in Auckland at the moment, but you can see around it. You can see Hamilton. Yeah, true. South. I don't think the rain's the issue. It's the wind. Yeah, it's the wind, isn't it? You can, you can land in the rain. True. I mean, um, yeah. What did you say? 500 flight cancellations? No. Is that right? 200. Uh, it was about 500 that, cancellations. That's insane. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah, insane. Fi- over 500 flight cancellations and t- impacting 29,000 right, There's actually a lot of international carriers of flight in Auckland, isn't there? Obviously or just New Zealand as well. well. Yeah. Must be domestic as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. But I think if we, if we remember what happened two weeks ago with the flooding... Um, I was actually honestly just shocked by how quickly Auckland Airport got up and running again. Pretty swift. And like you I know, said. on time as well, you know, and Air New Zealand did a great job. Pretty big swift. fan of uh, the CEO of Air New Zealand, by the way. Big shout out, Greg Foran. Greg Foran, the man. Mate, I've made a video about you, my friend, if you're watching this. Go check it out. It's um, It's basically just nothing but praise. My bad. But like, Why are you yeah. apologizing for that? Um, some people may interpret that as a bias. Um, not necessarily biased. I mean, yeah, love it in New Zealand, but like, yeah, Greg Foran came in at a difficult time during COVID. So, yeah, I mean, he came in right, and the first thing he did was cancel the Shanghai flight. Literally, didn't he? Okay, so, so what's the, the next week? What's the next uh, <laughs> topic? Um, so what's Nick, the ne- before we move on to the next topic? Yes, um, they got the airport back up and running. Did, what did they end up getting the runway lighting fixed? Uh, yeah, they would have, yeah. 100%. By the way, some context over here. here a, uh, two weeks ago, 
when the flooding happened, at the same time, there was a 777-300ER flight from Melbourne. Uh, runway was slippery, in, and it took out a runway light. That's the context, by the way. Wow. But yes, they would have they would have fixed the runway light. Otherwise, otherwise, there wouldn't be any planes landing on it or taking off on it. Yeah, I mean, it happened. Well, it would have happened day. very quickly, right? Because there were flights like straight in domestic went straight back into yeah. into gear. Uh, 100%. Was there any damage to the aircraft? Oh, I've got no idea. Okay, I've got no maybe idea. it's double bogey like in India. <laughs> Took out one set of wheels. Nah, still good. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, now you mention India. Oh, the final, is that the, really? the final thing that I want to mention is <laughs> so Tata which are now the new owners of Air India, which were formerly owned by the Indian government, have reportedly finalised a deal for 500 new aircraft. 500 new aircraft. Now, this is supposedly split 50-50 between Boeing. Okay. And we've got some wide bodies in there, and we've got some uh, narrow bodies in there. Okay. Um, So, very big stuff. And this really just shows... I mean, how much of an aviation market there is in India. And also the desperation to expand with speed, right? Because, I mean, haven't Air India, for the most part, been staunch opponents for Airbus aircraft? And yet here they are going, bit of this, bit of that. Well, yeah. in Melbourne, all I've seen from them bring is the 787s. Seven, seven, mate, mate, when I, I, I once, at one point, I had a job airside at Melbourne Airport, and it was the greatest. Um, you turn up, first thing in the morning, sun's rising, and Air India just just rocks it straight up at um, uh, sixteen. No, not sixteen. Three four. Three four. Three four. Yeah. No, the other end. The other end. One six. One six. So I was right. Yeah. I said sixteen though. Don't yeah. kill me, Ev enthusiast, oh, please. One six. Um, no. So anyway, it it line up at one six. Just get right on there, and then you'd wait like ten minutes for it to spool up for some reason, and then just absolutely fang it down the runway. And it was just the greatest feeling because you, you were close to the action. There's a at Melbourne Airport. There's a nice um, AKE storage area. AKE being obviously one of the types of storage cans you can put in the underbelly of an aircraft. Yeah, they have a storage area at Melbourne Airport, right at the end where twenty and twenty two is. You look out the window. There's the pads. Yeah. There's taxiway, and then there's the storage area. Yeah. And there's a uh, like a um, service road pathway you can get to it. Yep. There were some mornings where my friend. From who we're all familiar with, um, who I shan't mention until potentially we have him on, um, worked with me there. We'd sit there and we would literally just watch these seven eights take off in the morning, just for like ten fifteen minutes, like a whole bunch of them. U- UA, Air India, Qantas, Jetstar, the works. There's a lot of seven eights actually coming to Melbourne. I'm surprised that person that you were watching planes with actually watched planes. I know. Um, hey, he probably honest. he probably did the first word of that. He probably watched. Yeah, because you know, guys, come on, your watches. Guys, 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 we don't have time for this. Let's keep it on time. Oh, okay, on okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Shout out, shout out, Sergio. Okay, um, so yeah, no, Air India is. I mean, most markets, most different industries are emerge are emerging players in or have emerging players in India because. Suddenly, everyone is getting access to everything, whether it be internet, whether it be air travel, whether it be like genuine, like basic living rights, like or like ability to survive. Because I mean, obviously, yeah. Delhi having a huge like issue with like slums and stuff like that. That's yeah. improving, but but air air travel is very much at the at the forefront of that. hundred oh, percent. Look, I'll tell you this much: B 
the Indian aviation market is growing at the fastest pace that the entire world has ever seen at 7%. It's absolutely insane. I'll tell you one thing as well, that the Indian government planned to build 220 new airports by five years' time. By five, by, by five years' time. By five years' time. It's, it's seriously a big... Um, it's it's going to be a huge market, and Air India have looked at this and they've and they've gone. You know, we need to rejuvenate. You know, we need to rejuvenate our fleet. We're going to completely modernize it. Is Air India in the current alliance that we know of? No Star, Star. Star Alliance. I just want to note also real quick. I mean, we'll we'll obviously hold out for the B one M video on on these Indian airports, but you've got to think there's going to be some corners cut if it's going to be completed in five years. Yeah, no, for sure. No, just my. Unless there's just a huge amount of labour there that they can just do it. Because they are going to be the biggest populating country Yeah, they've got the population. By April. By April this that, year. That actually leads me to my point. Are they expecting like the demand for all of these airports to be domestic or are they expecting international travel? Because at the moment, would you say that domestic air travel in India isn't as much as what you'd expect it to be for a population of that size? Well, to be fair, domestic, international, it's nowhere near as it should be. But it's getting there. You know, you compare it to places like China, you compare it to places yeah. like the US, Europe for that matter, intra-Europe. <laughs> Europe, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But um, no, it's um, definitely a big thing. Um, I think Tata Group so far have done a great job with Air India. Um, for those, maybe you guys know, they brought out Vistara. Vistara, yeah. They brought yeah, out yeah. Vistara. So that's, that's a deal actually done by um, the Tata Group and Singapore Airlines because those who don't know... Singapore Airlines was a major shareholder in Vistara. So actually, with this new merger, Singapore Airlines actually now has 25.1% stake in Air India. Really? That's a huge investment for them, and I reckon that'll pay off as well. That's massive. Yeah. So Singapore Kind of reminds Airlines. me of an um, example close to home with 777 Partners and Bonza. Yeah. And yeah. also... Okay, but, but the difference is that Vistara, which is well, would be the first example that leads into what Air India are doing now in the sense that you have an airline that's sort of your resume as such for Tata Group that you then take to Air India and say, we'll transform you, we'll upgrade you, we'll develop you, right? Yeah. If you if you take that example and you take it to 777 Partners and you say, our resume is uh, the Canadian carrier, is it Swift Air? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. No, Swift. no, Flair, it's Flair, ah, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Swift Air. Canadians will tell you that is a shocking airline like flare slowest um or like really really low kpi targets um really otp is shocking um but they're cheap which is the point of an ultra low cost carrier right yeah. so but the thing is that triple seven partners have never given up on them they're still trying to develop them and make them a big thing and make them a for- at the forefront of, of canadian aviation or the air market over there which is probably the sort of the side of the resume as such which um, makes people well like myself think that Bonds is not going to go anywhere anytime soon uh, it's just started obviously and yeah. airlines have come and gone and courtesy of uh, one man I want to apologise um, they have died slowly yeah. um, because rip, of Rip Tiger that's right Rip Tiger Rip um, it's sad to see Tiger go oh mate that You're going to go far as back as ANSAT, Australian Airlines. Yeah. That's right, right? Exactly. Yeah. I want to apologise. Actually, he he worked at ANSAT. He did. And then a few years later, he's the CEO of Jester. I want to apologise. 
But I think we're very lucky that Virgin Australia managed to survive through that. We saw Tiger Mate, go and Virgin, Virgin Australia, Australia got brought out. But I'd, but I'd also say that the re- them going into liquidation was partially brought on to, sure, a lack of understanding of what they actually were in the air travel market in Australia. Like they were trying to be a business, almost in the business niche, which Qantas dominated, which was very, uh, like it was not the right angle to take. Fair enough. They were getting up there, but they had their wide bodies in service. They right. had, they were, just in they, so had their, they were, yeah. But they were on Going up on against the a giant like Qantas, I, uh, my personal opinion is Qantas is the reason that they went into liquidation. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, they, they had nowhere near the amount of seats sold as Qantas. I thought the lack, of, the, the lack of customers during the pandemic kind of helped. Oh, yeah, that was probably the nail in the coffin. Not going to lie, but, I mean, you... That's why they say, got rid of their wide bodies. On that, on that sort of... Um, along those lines of thinking, you then say, okay, why didn't Qantas go under? Why didn't Jetstar go under? Why didn't other Australian carriers have to sort of be bought out and redeveloped and, and sort of re, reintroduced into the Australian market, whereas Bonds is different in every way. And um, if you check out my YouTube channel, I've got a great video on uh, Bonza, the story so far. But really, um, the, the the crux of it is that they're not going to... Can you play that I want to apologise thing again? Just... I want to apologise. <laughs> I have uh, beef chicken. Um, t- hey, 10 points to anyone, actually 10... Ten bucks to anyone who can tell me who this is. I have uh, beef chicken. <laughs> you guys all know because I've told you, but <laughs> I'll, I'll t- next episode I will tell you guys who I have uh, beef chicken. Who that is? It's a snippet from one of his brilliant videos on YouTube. There's your hint. Um, but yeah, look, Bonds' Bonds' competition uh, is not with other airlines because they fly solely unique routes, with the exception of maybe five to ten like routes a week or like flights a week. Um, the the real competition or the real way to compare them to other Australian airlines will be to see if they can snatch market share from in a point-to-point system flying, say, Townsville to Maroochydore. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can steal customers from the big airlines that only fly Townsville to Maroochydore via Sydney or something like that. I don't you think know they're I mean? going to be competing with Qantas just yet. I think their main competitors, like you just mentioned, will be obviously Jetstar, Rex. Rex is a big one. Um, obviously, like again, not, at not the, the point to point system. Yet. Rex is a hybrid though, isn't it? I mean, I've flown yeah, Rex yeah. and they, and you know, you, you buy the most basic ticket, you still get 23 check bag. You still get tea and coffee on board. And you yeah, what, yeah, what well. they've done is fantastic, but because of their dominance in the regional... Uh, industry where yeah. no air, no no other airlines where their only to. competitors are what Alliance and QLink pretty much yeah but yeah. that's that's the thing all of the competitors aren't using aircraft anywhere near as big as a seven three seven Max like Bonza I look I'm, I don't have anything against Bonza but I just don't think they can fill up their planes on those yeah. on those like ultra regional that routes. is the ultimate question well Bonza prove question. Ross wrong fill I, up your I aircraft. want I want to be proven wrong hashtag prove Ross no, wrong. I'm hoping Bonza <laughs> absolutely <laughs> smash the market it's always great to see more airlines coming to the country for I yeah, definitely completely yeah. agree I have uh, beef chicken so um, on that point I'm just going to assert them at random points at this point um, so <laughs> put this away. I have to say um, there's a lot going on in the news this week so I'm impressed with that yeah that's, um, my, that's my new segment done by the way it's uh, taken probably about 20 minutes that's good that's a lot longer than I thought we were going to say that's good take, though but that's good it's a good conversation fellas I'm loving it so far alright boys I've got a little something for you alright what's this the black box oh, segment no. it is it's the black box segment black box oh. segment alright ladies and gentlemen so um, each episode one of us will prefer, pre- prepare 
a um, five to ten minute uh, deep dive into something that we think the other three will have uh, will be able to invest in interest into and find interesting. Right. So um, this week, actually, I, I, I haven't used this sound effect yet. I want an excuse to use it. Very nice. Seatbelts like sign is on, ladies and gentlemen. Strap yourself in because I'm about to take you for the ride of your life. <laughs> tell you, mate, I'm made for radio. Okay, so where are we? I think radio. he just wanted an excuse to buy that soundboard. I don't think think he actually wanted to do the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so what's uh, this Berlin New Airport, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and boys? I, I I have been holding this back for ages because this is, is a this cracker story. Is this TXL? Is this um, Brandenburg? It is Brandenburg. Thank you very much. I know my airports. Brandenburg is the um, perfect example for how not to build an airport, ladies and gentlemen. Um, This is the story of continual failure at the hand of bureaucracy over a 10 to 15 year period because this airport was supposed to be finished and ready to go in 2012. And it's only now in the market with the opening of 2020. So... Um. Yeah, uh, this is basically the story as it stands. All right. So, the Berlin Brandenburg Airport was slated to open in June third of twenty twelve. It wasn't the first time that the project missed its deadline, but it was the most memorable. So, so great was the anticipation. Public broadcaster RBB planned to go live with twenty four for twenty four hours covering. So great was the disaster thereafter after that the German satire site the Postillon proposed a new grammatical form for discussing the airport's conditional opening. An event repeatedly kicked down the tarmac never to actually happen. All right, let's skip forward to the ins and outs of just how poorly put together this airport was, all right? So it was designed to handle 27 million passengers per year um, because in 2019, more than 35 million people passed through the nearest um the nearest airport to uh, Brandenburg, which is Tegel and Schoenfeld. All right. Um, so, that, well, those two airports in general, they're two separate, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, as it happens, <laughs> when the airport was first built, the um, the timeline was obviously shifted. Obviously shifted uh, it was drawn out by 10 years longer. And when it was finally finished, there were so many issues. Number one, when the lights were turned on, they didn't know how to turn them off. Did you know that since the lights were turned on in 2016 at Brandenburg Airport, they have never been turned off because no one knows how to turn them off. Do Every single flip the switch light. The way. They don't know where the switchboard is. So how, <laughs> how did they turn them okay, off? Okay, so hang on. How, bu- how did the lights get turned on to begin with? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the mystery, right? That's turned magic. on, no one knows how to turn them off. Okay? Secondly... Famous, this, this is this next one I still can't believe, right? They installed escalators um, based off of um, two separate floor heights for ground level and level one. As it turns out, the ground level and level one, the gap between them, the height, was out by two metres. So when they installed the escalators, they came up two, minute, two metres short. At the top. That's right, a bit of a Mario jump. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you get some coins trying to get to the next level. <laughs> when yeah. signed this airport. Gee, my Mate. goodness, we could do a better job, to be honest. 
That's that right. That is next level shocking. It's pretty bad. Uh, let's see what else they've got. Um, okay. So the whole thing was state funded, right? Everyone had their pockets wide open for the German government because this was um, something that the German government had commissioned and everyone went, I want a piece of that because that's free money. I don't actually have to do the work. I can just take the money, which is exactly what happened. And feet, the feet, feet were dragged for 10 to 15 years. Absolutely shocking. Uh, the fiasco may not end with BER's opening on October 31 of 2020. Critics wonder whether an airport designed in the early 2000s is compatible with the technology and travel habits of 2020 and beyond. Because, this is crazy, because it was designed in from 2000 to 2010, the design, the, out, the, the, um, the way it's laid out, everything, now that it's constructed, is completely outdated. So what they've designed... It's like saying, um, let's say, building a, um, a bicycle before e-bikes were invented and then in a world where everyone only uses e-bikes, one person has a bicycle, right? It's, it's, it's a similar concept to that, right? You build an airport based off of the functionality that is the, at leading edge in 2010 and by the time you get to 2020 where there's been 10 years of continual development of how best to lay out an airport, when the doors eventually open... Passengers are left going, what the heck is this? Where's my gate? How the heck do I get there? This signage is awful. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's another thing, right? Um, all of the signage was, like, all over the place. Think about um, Ultimate Airport Dubai, that episode where they did the testing of the signs. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Except instead of a five-star rating, it's passengers never figuring out how to leave the airport and they're stuck in there eternally, right? Uh, tell you what, that's what the duty-free want. Yeah, oh, mate, maybe yeah. that was the idea. Drag Real them all life, in. Um, version of the terminal, the movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right, mate. Tom Hanks ain't maybe going Tom up Hanks the was level. Building it. He was living the dream. One. Let's face it, he was living the dream. He was. He literally was. Um, okay, so what else? So first dreamed up in 1990. Shortly after the fall of the Berlin Wall and German reunification, it took six years to settle on a spot to build. Six years just to decide where to build the bloody thing. Right, the official groundbreaking didn't happen for another decade, ten years from when it was decided to when the groundbreaking happened. Mate, try explaining that to um, the Chinese who built that hospital in Wuhan in twelve days. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it was red tape everywhere. <laughs> uh, even the airport's original code BBI, Brandenburg Berlin Brandenburg International, had to be changed because the airport, an airport in India, has or was already using it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whether due to new requests from the state or updated safety regulations from the European Union, the airport's architects had to regularly amend their plans. The original opening in October 2011 had to be pushed back eight months, in large part due to one of the project's main contractors going under. So one of the construction companies that was tasked with building it (laughs) folded like eight (laughs) months in. (laughs) More bankruptcies would follow. In his book... Oh, here we go. In his book, Black Box BER... That's Black brilliant. box. There we go. That's Chief architect Meinhard von Gerken blamed political pressure to get the job done despite protests from polit- project management. He and others had accused the FBB of trying to cover up problems, manipulating reports before they reached the oversight board, which was at the time led by Berlin Mayor Klaus Wareit, a big time airport advocate. Um, so, yeah, just covered in red tape, bur- bureaucracy. To this day, light's still on. Um, it, it was initially initially slated to cost 2.3 billion euro, ended up costing um, 
seven billion euro. Yeah. A um, little bit over, a little bit over budget. Just a tiny just bit, a touch. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. Just before opening da- the opening date, inspectors reported some one hundred and twenty thousand defects, including fire safety issues, automatic doors that didn't automatic doors that didn't open. <laughs> Yeah, and lights that, and, and that, lights that wouldn't open. turn off. That's right. And <laughs> sagging roofs already before it's even opened. Wow. Around 170,000 kilometres of cable installed in and around the airport were found to be dangerously wired. You'd think that's the entire cabling system, wouldn't Some you? Some lights couldn't turn on and others couldn't turn <laughs> off. <laughs> we know the lights that couldn't turn off, hey? I just hope the runway <laughs> lights were switching on properly. There yeah. we go. Look at that. That's, that's, that's insane. That is absolutely insane. Is it, a, is it, is it, is it open now? Uh, let's see. Um, Brandon. We'll have a look. See if it's airport open. opening. Well, I know the main. It was finally airport. open, thirty first of October, twenty twenty one. My goodness! You know what sort of airlines fly in uh, that place? What? No, I'm asking. Oh, you don't know? No, I'm asking. Um, look up BER. Have a Is, look at it. You want BER? Yeah, yeah, look at it. I know the main airport is um, Tegel. I think it is TXL. That's the main Berlin airport. Yeah. Um, well, I do want to say, though, it's, and it I have... Like, um, there's not that many gates there for what the it airport actually, actually is. Actually, is a pretty, very simple layout here. As it, it's probably it part of the whole being outdated so when it was... They're not even outdated. It looks like... Do you know what this, this reminds, reminds me of? It reminds me of just a bigger Avalon airport. No, Avalon, think a- about Avalon, Avalon airport's got, um, better than that. No, um, I was thinking, like, a massive grand airport, brand new, with, like, three gates. This reminds you of... Um, E-L-Y, North, North, oh, Korea, uh, North Korea's Pyongyang Airport. Oh, really? Brand spanking new, and there's like three gates in there. Lock. Seriously? Yeah. Have oh, a, my God. I'll have to look at that in no, a second. Put, put, Tom, put it on satellite view. Like, oh, can, can oh the, yeah, yeah. Can satellite. the viewers see the TV? No. They will be. I will look that. Yeah, um, this uh, will be up. Yeah. yeah, on the top right. I think it's like the view. Oh, up here. Mate, you guys know more about it than me. Uh, I haven't unlocked it, I don't think, do I? Uh, hang it. There should be like a satellite option. What's multi-select? Oh, I have no idea. Sorry, down the bottom. Down the bottom settings. <laughs> this is there the podcast, me learning how to use Slight Radar 24. Uh, okay, so look, we've got lot Polish flying in there. Lufthansa. Lufthansa. I saw an LL. Austrian. Austrian. What else we got? You say LL? I did see an LL. Oh, wow. Yeah. Berlin, Tel Aviv. 900. Where's the anti-missile, anti-missile system? What's this? Eurowings, of course, standard. Um, British Airways. London the City s- Airport. London City Airport. That's a very fascinating airport. That's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, London City Airport. Well, the biggest flight that used to go out of London City Airport was that BA1, wasn't it? On that A318. Was that the biggest? Yeah, the biggest ever plane that goes out of, well, that went out of London City Airport, they don't do it no more because they retired that A318, was the A318. So you tell me there's no larger aircraft? Than an A, well, than an A318. Now it's probably like some E190 or something. Is it just a really small runway? I don't know anything about London City Airport. It's very, con- it, well, it, it, it is what it says. It's, it's in the middle of the city. So obviously you can't get a... Land, l- landing aircraft have to come in a really steep approach. If you watch... Uh, videos of it on YouTube or something, all of the landing aircraft have to deploy the spoilers um, slightly. So have to despo- ah, They have to deploy their speed brakes on final descent because that's how steep it is. Really? Yeah, right. So what's this? BA3272E190. 
Yeah. Wow. <coughs> got 90, yeah. Good pick. Good pick, BA, Nick. BA City Flyer. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, very brilliant. interesting airport, but can't can't forget the favourites. What was the one you said before, Ross? Sorry. Oh, um, the North Korean airport. What's it? What's the? Uh, I just look Pion. It's F N J. F N J. Map. Let's have a look at this bad boy. Damn. Brand new. Doesn't get used, but there's only like three gates there. Two runways. Damn. <laughs> Brand new. Three gates. Still has more runway than runways than Auckland. That's a very <laughs> odd. <tax>. No, the, <laughs> that the, is the, a the top part I don't think gets used anymore. Like that's oh, just it abandoned. looks a bit shanky. I want look, look at the southern part of the airport where the gates are. I'll oh, tell here. you what, though, like, it was, they built a brand new terminal with three gates. Three gates, yeah, there it is. And they don't even park the planes at the gate. Wow, <laughs> like, yeah. that's nice. actually true. I tell you what, though, that second runway is as far away as some of the runways at Schiphol. I reckon. You could I mean, take have, you, have you seen Schiphol? Yes, My that's goodness, a good one. You taxi there for about as long as the flight. Yeah, so that's true. Reckon they'll start the meal service during the taxi. <laughs> yeah, probably. You probably finished the meal service during the taxi as well. <laughs> no, if you think about it, if it's going to be a really bumpy flight and the, the pilot's going to suspend the meal service, why not just get it started? It's pretty bumpy in the taxi. Straight after to be the safety demo. <laughs> yeah, true. Why not? They're not, they're not compromising. On co- I'll actually write to the Lufthansa. Okay. That. On that note, that is the end of the black box segment, boys. Just a nice, simple little deep dive into Brandenburg Airport, the failure that was. So, um, yeah. With that. Let's jump into, and I've been looking forward to this all week, boys. I present to you Root Roulette. Root Roulette. Now, I'm going to have to stop sharing the screen on the big screen, otherwise you'll see the answers. Okay. You don't want that, do you? Boys. No, we do not. Boys. Are you ready for this? All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, for the folks at home listening, Root Roulette is a very simple game. I am going to feed Christos, Nick, and Ross, uh, 10 different flight numbers. They have to tell me the airline and the to and from. Okay? Now, your buzzers will be your names. Nice and simple. All right, so I'm just going to hear Nick straight away every time. I can already tell you. <laughs> the man is locked. The man be locked in. He be locketh. We'll see how I go. We'll see how I go. Yep, stand by. I've got to, this will be fun. Christos might blow us out here, to be honest. No, you, I don't you know. You might know a few. You might know a few. A I few. Reckon. I reckon a few. I reckon. <sighs> okay, fixed up. Good to go, ladies and gentlemen. That was a commercial break. Yep. I don't. I need to get a sound bite for. You like won't hear any of that, music. by the way, because if it'll be you get cut a, out in the edit. If you get this correct, if you get the answer correct, yes. If you get it incorrect. Yeah, what's the point system, by the way? Um, and, and and what do so what, what does the what, winner win? Okay, so what's the first the incentive for us. The first, okay. How about? Oh, okay. okay. I am eyeing off that Finnair three hundred and fifty over there. <laughs> I'm eyeing <laughs> off the seven hundred and seven. Is he? This is this is this isn't going to be. This is going to be okay. Uh, think Tom for first. This is going to be model be- planes roulette as well. The beauty of this is Tom isn't competing, so he won't win. Yeah, that is true, fair. Tom. You're gonna lose all your models. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's okay. You're losing all your models, mate. That's yeah. okay. Um, no, I think for the first week, no prize. Next week, we'll begin to look at a prize. Eventually, Hell once up. our listeners start to bring other listeners in, and they those listeners bring more listeners in, once we have a large enough base, I'm willing to say that the prize will be the winner gets to choose a listener to win a prize. 
That's very nice. What okay. I, what do I get out of that? The satisfaction of giving a listener a prize. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love you all, but f- the listeners' prizes. Oi, 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 oi. We're cutting that out. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let us lock in. This is the big time. Here we go. Root roulette. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I want to know for the first. The last two questions will be worth two points. The first eight will be worth oh one God. point. Okay. I, someone keeping track. I'll keep track. QF12. Christos. Yes. QF12 will be from Melbourne to Dallas. It's an American leg. Nick. Yes. LAX to Sydney. What airline? Qantas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn, well I was thinking nice. yes. me there. If you got that wrong, my next guess was going to be Frisco. Do you know, do you know what Melbourne to Dallas is, by the way? Do you QF, know what Melbourne to Dallas is? Is it QF9? QF21. 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 I saw it when it, oh, it, went, it went so over. So technically, it, you're reversing. Yeah. I've been shafted there. Yeah. It went over my house yesterday, so that's how I know. I was oh, looking okay. at flight radar. <coughs> okay, um, so um, question two. SQ31. Uh, whoa, that's Singapore to... I didn't hear a buzzer. Oh, Nick. Nick. Go on. <laughs> Is that Singapore to JFK? Are you mm. asking or are you saying it? Mm. Well, obviously, yeah, I got that can one Can I have right. that flight number again, please? It's American. It's from, it's, it's from America again. Uh, QF, sorry, SQ31. 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 Singapore. Ross? Yes. Singapore. He said it's from America. From America. Do you want to stick with Singapore? Airlines, yes. Uh, yeah. Now, because you've got it wrong, these two get have to guess before you can guess. Oh, again. Fair enough. Fair right. enough. So I think I know what Ross. it is. Singapore Airlines, yes, yes. yes. Just New- Newark to Singapore. <sighs> I mean, you got the and you said it was airline an Amer- and you, you two. Said, you correct. said it was an American leg. Yes, we just need it from where it's from. Everything else we've got. Still get a point if you can tell me which city it's departing. Which city? I'm gonna say. Can I just say as well, if you think Newark is New York, it's actually been taken off the New York airport's list. That's a very fun fact. Really? Yeah, New York is no longer say a New LAX York airport. to Singapore. Too bad you don't get any points for that, Nick. Damn. Well, it's okay. my turn to go. Okay, okay. I will. This is a hint for the next, the, the next round of guessing. It is on the West Coast, so Christos is closest. SQ31. It is... You can still buzz in. Nick doesn't... Nick. Ask Yes. Ross is first there. Damn. Frisco. Wait, wait, wait. What is Frisco? Clark. San oh. Francisco. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. I, I buzzed too early on that one. That's my bad. Okay. You know what? They do a Seattle flight as well. I was going to say Seattle. Mate, they do everything. Same with that's right, Nick, but that wasn't the right answer. <laughs> I want to apologize. Okay. Sorry. That was a real mess. Okay. Ready? Go. Question three. Yep. NZ1. Nick. Yes. That is from... Okay, it's it's Air New Zealand, and it's between JFK and Auckland, but I'm trying to figure out which way it is. I believe it is JFK to Auckland. That is NZ1. Okay. Two you just to, ripped that out of nowhere. Two for Nick. <laughs> One for <laughs> Ross. Here we go. Question four. NH two two three, MH NH NH two two three N 
for November? Two, two, three. I've Nick. I've got I've got absolutely no idea what flight two two three is. I know NH is ANA. I know okay. that's a fact. I'll give you a clue. It's uh, you know what NH is, which airline? ANA. It's ANA. two it's to an airport that is in the same region as what Nick just said, which is Norwegian. It's not Norwegian. It's not in Norway, but in the region where Norway is His situated. Is it? Is it? What Haneda? did I say? Nick. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> is it Haneda to Rude. Copenhagen? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. W- was any of those airports correct that Nick just said? I reckon it's Narita. No, neither of them are correct. Wow. Damn. Actually, it's be Narita, no, no, no. Though. Apologies. Apologies. The front it half is Narita. A front half, front half was correct. Right. Narita. So Haneda. No, Haneda. I said Haneda. 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 Sorry, sorry. Haneda. Yeah. So, Ross or Christos, either one. I have uh, beef chicken. Ross. Is the second... Hang on. Ross. Oh, yes, right, go, go, go on, go, go on. Go on. I don't have an answer. I just wanted to... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is the second Haneda? leg down yes. south? No, it's it's Is it's Europe north. south? It's like kind of central north Europe. of Europe. It's like central north of Europe. Central, central north. north of Europe. It's like, okay, it's north of... Oh, I'm going to give it away here, but it's north of Switzerland. North of I Switzerland. Gonna, oh, I was going to say Narita. Brandon Berg. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. if it's it's from Haneda, it's NH, which is... ANA. Correct. A&A, okay. And it's to an airport that is in a country that's that borders to the north of Switzerland. And Nick can't answer because he's already answered. Okay. Oh, Ross? no. Ross. Frankfurt. Damn, I was wow. going to say Frankfurt. Oh, to no. each. Okay, now this one. Hang Ooh, on. baby. Hang on, I, I said re- Munich. Yeah, you were close. But you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> Get me. I was close enough. All right, question five. We're halfway there, boys. Question five. Now this one, I really hope Nick gets wrong. <laughs> EK11. Oh. <laughs> um, Nick. Yeah. Emirates, Dubai to London Gatwick. Oh, he even got the right airport. Oh my gosh. You can't you can't you what can't Nick, fool me what, on Emirates flights. Well, I am to the seven three. I am constantly looking at Emirates. I've got flights. a seven three in the list, my friend. Okay, question six. Question six. Now this one is a Ross banger. Is it? He's around the Australian carriers. Actually, you are too, Christos. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, yeah, Christos yeah, and Ross. JQ sixty three. Ross. Ross. Ah. Jetstar? Yes. Sydney, Saigon. Nick. Saigon. He said Christos just afterwards. I'm going oh, to give it to him. damn it. Two elements of that are correct. S- which one? Sydney. <gasps> Ross, I know exactly what you got wrong as well. Saigon. Give me two. You're terrible. I can't believe that. Like, Saigon is correct. Jefferson. Melbourne, Saigon. <laughs> Ross, can I just Woo! say I knew that was Melbourne Saigon as well. I knew, I knew re- was, I, all I knew it was a Saigon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. means we've got Nick on two, Ross on two, and Christos on one. Sorry, hang on, hang on. I'm on Nick three. Three. I'm on three. Three. I'm on three. Three. Sorry, Nick, Nick, what are you Nick, doing? Nick, Nick. I want to apologize. Okay, so <laughs> we have question seven. She ashamed. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Five, I'm glad I got that six. one right. Question yeah, yeah. six. Apologies. Question six. One, two, three. No, question four, seven. 
five, six, seven questions. Question seven. seven. Turns out I've done 11 here. Cool. Um, bonus question. Yeah, oh, bonus no, question. I've done 10. Okay, sorry. I just can't count. Okay, you weigh 100. Nick. Yes. Uh, United Airlines. No, Hatch. Shut up, you. United Airlines. Language. Yes. Family podcast. <laughs> Says the twin UA- towers joke, man. <laughs> 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 Which is getting cut out in the edit. Okay, okay. All right, all right. From this moment on, before what I say, cut out. So, United Airlines, Houston to Sydney. Stand by. I have to check if I've got my right or not. <laughs> it doesn't even have the answers on there. I do, but I'm not you know, sure if you I know got what's the wrong unfortunate as well. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh! If I had to check, think about it. I had to check, which means he was close. Do you know what I read? So, do you not have Unite- the right answers written Christos. next to it? Yes. Sydney to Dallas. <laughs> Two elements correct. More than he got. Yes. Ross. We need more than I got. I got the same amount of elements. I know exactly what I got wrong. I wasn't paying yeah, attention. No, to you it. only got one part right. Continue. Yeah. I wasn't hey. paying attention to the last two answers. Okay, so. Oh, hey, oh, come I'm, on. I'm, 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 I'm on still worthy say. enough of a turn. Okay, go on then. Ross? Yes. Answer. Mate, you guys are basically you. gifting this back to Nick right now. Come on. I'm not telling Ross what I said. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> Dallas, don't Sydney. say that. I just said that. That was my... Oh, Sydney to Dallas. No, that's no, 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 no. You've had, you've had two go. No, yeah, yeah. I said Sydney to Dallas. I said Dallas to Sydney. Yes. All, right, all right, all right, Nick. Okay. So Sydney's right by the looks of it. I just want to say... I just want to say... Okay, Nick's going to get it now. I just know he will. Go on, Nick, yes. Please get it wrong. Sydney to Houston. Oh, for God's Mate, sake. Mate, how's I, this, right? I, I thought it was wrong. What the original flight I said was UA101. I always get them mixed up. I can, can never I, tell. Can I just say, that is so funny because you said United Airlines, Houston to Sydney, and I said you were close because I had to look. Christos goes, oh, yes, United Airlines, Sydney to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it's Ross like, says Sydney to Dallas as well, doesn't he? And then you said no. the exact same thing. Actually, your mistake <laughs> no, Ross worse. went opposite. He went Dallas Sydney, which is pretty much. Oh. I reckon he would have you know given what? it to you. I'm beating you in this game, so I'd shut up if I. Unless I got the Jester one right. I want to apologize. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> this is. I have uh, beef chicken. Okay. Um, AC twenty six number eight. AC twenty six. Uh, I don't even know who AC is now. Whoa! Oh, hang on. Yeah, you'll know the airline. Do you know? Do you know what AC is? I'll give you a clue. They're the politest country in the world. Oh. China. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hang on a yeah, second. Yeah. Air China. Nah. No. Joking. Joking. It's not Air China. AC. It's not Air China. Please, Xi Jinping, leave us alone. Okay. Right. Nick, AC is Air Canada. Okay. I'm going to give you a timer now. You got five seconds. All right. Four, okay. Three. Two. Narita to Vancouver. One. I know which one it is. Ross. Um, yes. No, I swear to God, if you get this right. You didn't buzz. Yeah, go on, Ross. Yeah, go on. Come Blue on. hand. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. In, in Christos, of, in, yes. In light of the last few years. Uh, I want to apologise. There we go. That's a good Nick moment right there. Is it Tahoe Chi Ming? No, okay. We're Wait, hang, 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 hang on. It's like China, mate. What's going oh, on here? <laughs> Apologies. I want to apologise. <laughs> oh, no. The THX. Okay, now we're gonna. F- okay, that is a no one gets that point. It was um, Shanghai to Vancouver. It was quite a hard one. Peter, you know what? I was gonna say. I was gonna say Beijing if it was. Okay. Anyway, so. Question nine. 
worth two points oh boy. right now to counter. Nick right. on three, Ross on two, Christos nah, on one. No, nah, no, hang on. I'm on four. No, 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 you're on no, three. You got, no four. one got that last one right. The host. Oh, no, 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 I no, got no, the no, United no, no. Airlines That's one right. That's right, though. he did because, Listen, yeah, because everyone was cooked. Okay, okay, I, okay. Two, uh, so four, two, one. Here we go. For two points, points you, mate. BA216. Oh, right. my. It's an A380. Is it? Nick. Christos. I went first. Go, Nick, go on. It's an A380. It is... London Heathrow to Los Angeles. Ross, London Heathrow to Frankfurt. London Heathrow to JFK. You're thinking about this the, Christos. Ro- the wrong way yes. around. London Heathrow to Frankfurt on an A380. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you right. Is there a business case? Hey, mate, 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 mate. A&A might... They run 747s on domestic routes. I wouldn't say that that's necessarily that's far off. Uh, if they, they four, if you're putting a 747 on that route, you can more than definitely okay, put Okay, so angle. I'm going to give you a clue. You're thinking of this the wrong way round. Okay. The direction-wise. All right, Tom, I can tell you this much. Buzzing it's, for me, okay. Tom, you said Tom. Um, I say that it... No, sorry, go on. <laughs> it's the west coast of America, isn't it? It is the west coast of America. Yes, it is. Because, because no A380 flies to the east coast of America Christos. with British Airways. Oh, actually, Christos, no, they do. Sorry, yes. they fly to Go Washington. And Miami. West coast of America to Heathrow. San Francisco? No. Get what, your thinking, Chicago? Get your thinking brains out, okay? Um, Washington dollars to Heathrow. Nick. You said did, west did you coast, you just mate? take a you stab at that, by the way? Hey? Did you just take a stab at that? I have I have a reasonable amount of I have a reasonable idea okay. about where that is what's going to get us cancelled. Tom making mistakes like that. I know they fly. Him, I think they fly him to Miami. I know they fly him to <laughs> Washington. Okay, no. I'll own that. I'll uh, guys, guys. I want to apologize. Okay, I'm sorry, um, but just just listen. Okay, with that in mind, I think I'm actually because I made the mistake and you said Seattle, and I was basing it off of it being Washington, the state, not Washington, Dallas. We're going to go one and one, right? With that, that means that you two, it can be a dead heat for first, and we have to do a break around. Or Nick can win on this one. Or Christos can just screw you both over. Wait, what's... So, what's yeah, fine. Oh, wait, it's 5-3, isn't it, between me and you? Question number 10. Yes. The final. Yes. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I know I may, maybe I chose two harder flight numbers, but we'll go next time. It'll be easier. Okay. VA178. Ross. Yes. Brisbane, Sydney. Nick. Yes. Sydney, Queenstown. On the right track. It's, it's international. Christos, yes. Sydney, Los Angeles. On hey. VA. <laughs> Hang on. When, oh, wait. Is this current or when they were operating? No, no. Current, current, current. Oh, current. I know. Okay. Go, 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 go. International. So, current international. Mm-hmm. On VA. On a 737. <laughs> yes, yeah. Sydney. Oh. I know like the country. Yeah, go on. Fiji. Mm-hmm. Which are you... Sh- yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. Just make your answer. Ross next. Can Ross I next. just... Ross next. Can I, Ross next. Can I base my answer off... Yes, you can. Whatever you're going to say, yes. Just Sydney, Fiji. Oh! Ross. Sydney, Nandy. 
Oh, Nick has the floor. Nick has the floor. I swear, if I've just given this answer. For the win, Nick. Um, five, four, three. Sydney to Mumia. <sighs> Who was closest? Wait, before you give the answer. Ross was closest. Ross? Yes. Nandy to Sydney. Oh, we got a tiebreaker round, ladies and gentlemen. For this, I'm going to get Christos to randomly click on a flight, and you have to tell me. All right. I can either go something very close to my heart, but that's just pretty much giving it away. What's very close to your heart? Christos? No, no, do it, do it, do it, do it. Come on, come on, come on. You do it, Hamilton. QF seven four. Can I answer this? Four. Can I answer this, Tom? Melbourne to Hamilton Island. No, sorry. Uh, well, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> I was going to. Oh, if not, it's going to be Hamilton Island to Melbourne. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. Christo- oh, no, I'm not ready, but these two are ready. I can pick any airline I want. Any airline. Yeah, anywhere in the world. And please get creative. BA640. BA64. B. B B for Bravo, A for Alpha, 640. Oh, my goodness. Well, we know that's Nick. That's British Airways. 640. Yeah, London right. Heathrow to Skiathos. Oh, no. Ah. Was that was that close? I feel it's somewhere Greek, you know, because he's. It Greek. is close. Ross. Ross. The aircraft is. Oh, oh, okay, yes, Ross. No, Ross. no, no. He was about to say what the aircraft was. Go on. Do you want the aircraft? Yeah, go, yeah. go, go, go. The go. aircraft is an Airbus A three twenty. Okay. CEO. London Gatwick to Athens. Oh. Oh, mate. <laughs> Nick. It's it's not the right answer, though, right? Go, Nick. Wait, yes. hang on. Nick's buzzed wait, in. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Nick has buzzed in, though. Hang on. Yes, I know Nick has. Let me check something. I want to see if I can give it to him. Nah, it's wrong. I can't give it to him. Sorry. I have uh, beef chicken. Uh, Ross. Uh, sorry, Ross. Nick. Yes. Yes, come on, Nick, mate. Bring it home. BA640. Yes. British Airways, London Heathrow to Athens. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> wow, that, it was London Heathrow, Ross. London Heathrow. <laughs> I thought you were going to do something, like a spin off like that. I thought the Greeks couldn't afford to spin Wow. <laughs> oh, Actually, well, we can't. That's why we're getting the bridge to come to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, that is the end. We have a winner for the week, which is one Nick. He is the winner, the glorious winner of the of week one. Um, yes, I have to say I'm impressed with um, with uh, the direction that Air India are taking. Hearing about today, unimpressed with Brandenburg Gate. Uh, Brandenburg Gate. Wow, that's a throwback. Um, <laughs> Brandenburg Airport. Just Brandenburg Airport. Um, yeah. Big shout out to the Avalon Air Show coming up very soon. That's right, Everyone ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. The very next episode, you will hear how you can be involved in the Radio Runway podcast via Avalon Air Show. If you are there, you can become a integral part of one of our episodes, one of our many pieces of social media. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah, you won't want to miss out on this one. That's right. I feel we should have a competition in Avalon. Winner replaces the loser of the competition. Wow. Wow. By Christos. Savage. By Christos. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, because he, he won. didn't even make the finals. I mean, come on. I still oh. got the Australian Airline one right, bro. That's right. He did. So, yeah. I would no, like to okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. And I uh, hope you'll be tuning in next time. And until next time, goodbye from all of us. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, guys.